It's time for another episode of Bangers and Trash, your podcast for all things fantasy football. Right, welcome to the Bangers and Trash podcast. We're back for part two of the rookie breakdown. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by Tony, uh, Lightside 7. Tony, how are you doing? Very well, thank you, Matthew. Good stuff. And we're joined again by Rob. Obviously, he had such a good time last week that uh, he's come back for some more. Yeah, couldn't get a, couldn't keep me away, mate. So, yeah, glad to be back. Exactly. We, we can't start this podcast without mentioning Roma. Rob's a Roma fan and they, uh, they uh, did a brilliant job last night of winning. What is it, the worst European Cup you can win? You know, 31 years without a trophy and 12 years with the last time an Italian team won it. So we'll take it. We'll take He's it. got the stats ready to go. He goes ready with the podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's the reason we, we postponed it a night. And we're glad we did, obviously, because uh, great win for Roma. And we're all cheering him on, I'm sure. Tony, you were cheering him on, right? I was, yeah. Nice to see them win something. Um, shame it doesn't happen more often, to be honest. No, there we it's go. Segway start of a dynasty. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, great segue. You should be able to show me. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's been on the two shows. He's after my job. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Right. So <laughs> let's kick it off then before anyone insults us on the reins um, and let you guys debate because it was great last week. Um, Tony, do you want to explain the concept again for anyone who missed the first show? Yeah, so we went through the first uh, seven players on the first show, uh, yeah. rookies of this class. And basically what we're doing is we're comparing them to veterans in terms of value um, right now after landing spots, obviously. Um, and basically, you know, a few of us will talk about who we'd rather take. Would it be the, the rookie um, or, or the veteran um, and why? And that's basically it. So we'll do it for probably six or seven players and we'll get to the end of the, the first kind of tier, maybe towards the end of the first round, sneak another player in. And then we might just bring up one player each that you want to talk about in rounds three or four or two. Perfect. Yeah, sounds great. So, yeah, we, we finished off with uh, Chris Olave last week uh, and we'll start off this week with Sky Moore at the Chiefs. Um, a lot of buzz around this move, obviously, because of the quarterback he's now connected with um and the talent so rob we'll start with you sky Moore. we've got him in and around daniel mooney amari cooper Cortland sutton and keelan allen where does he sit in that lineup for you there's a couple of really good veterans there yeah again um i'm the veteran man it seems at the moment i used to be the rookie boy but yeah um i looking at that list i mean you know, Sutton, he's got question marks again because he's obviously got a new quarterback, but he is a very good quarterback, just like Mahomes. Um, but he's done it. He's proven it one year at least. I mean, Amari Cooper is above him. So I'm saying that's, that sits right well for me. And Daniel Mooney would be the same. Um, I, ju- I don't know. Uh, Skymore, I was, really, I was really high on him pre-draft um, as a prospect. He's sort of similar to... Elijah Moore type player, you know, he's not too big, a good right, you know, good right runner, um, got a bit of speed, but that offense, it's all going to go through Kelsey as a, as a primary receiver, tight end, whatever you want to call him. Um, and obviously they signed Juju, MVS. So for me, there's a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of, you know, unsure things on who's going to be the number two. And a lot of people are saying Juju, he'll take the slot and Sky Moore, maybe he'll go out wide with MVS, maybe they don't switch in places. But so again, I think he's more of a very long prospect. I don't think he's going to do that much this year myself. Um, so on that basis, obviously for me, he's going to lose value, if anything, in my opinion. So I would probably put um, Darnell Mooney's likely to have a good season target-wise. So I'd have him above, Cooper above, I mean, I'm on St. Brown. That one would be a push, probably. I'd probably go Skyball there, just for the upside, unknown. But the ones behind Sutton, Keenan Allen, and Brandon Ayuk, um, for me, I would take Sutton and Allen still over over him. But I'd probably have him over Brandon Ayuk, just because, you know, new quarterback with Lance. Um, 
and then obviously Debo if he stays, Kittle. So you know, Ayuk. Ayuk's a question mark, and I think if Debo goes, then then I you know it's going to take some good value. But I'd probably just gamble with Sky Moore or Ayuk. But that would be my list. So I just basically the only one above him would be um, I take him you know over Ayuk and and Britson Brown. Okay, nice, Tony coming on that. Yeah, so I think he will play outside. I think he does profile as an outside receiver. I don't think he's going to go in the slot at all. But in terms of landing spot, I'm a bit, a little bit confused there because I think you look at everyone else's landing spot. Um, you know, we talked about Garrett Wilson, uh, Jameson Williams, Chris Olave even. I mean, Skymore, and obviously Pickens will get to that. Skymore, I think, has got obviously one of the best best landing spots. Now, you, you can say all you like about those other players, but really, he's tethered to Mahomes for four years. That's that's what you need to remember because MVS has probably got two years max in him. Um, I mean, Juju's still got something to prove and he's taken a one-year deal. Kelsey, I think... I mean, in redraft, I'm bullish on Kelsey this year, but this, this year could be it for Kelsey. I, I wouldn't like that because obviously, you know, he's still pretty high in the dynasty rankings um, and... Uh, you know, it would be quite a bit, a bit of a loss, really, when Kelsey does step down. But sooner or later, it's going to happen. And this this year could be the last big year that Kelsey gets. So in terms of dynasty, I've got no worries whatsoever about the standing spot. So we're probably a little bit different there. Um, and obviously, Hardman will be out of the way, I think, next year. So, you know, he could easily be him. Uh, and maybe if they re-up Juju next year, and MVS will be probably one year, like I said. So I, um, I don't really think there's a better landing spot. Maybe we'll talk about one in a minute at Green Bay. Um, however, looking at that list, I think I do agree. Definitely, I definitely have him over Amon Rase Brown. And I definitely have him over Ayuk. The one that I'm 50-50 on, and I probably would have him over actually, is Dan Mooney. Um, because I don't really think that he is going to be a number one receiver. I don't know if he. I don't know if he can do it. So he, he'll get peppered by targets by Fields, great. But I, I'm not sure if we're going to see that kind of. Um, he's not a target hog. I don't think. Actually, his better games were the Dalton last year, not Fields. So that's one to watch. Um, so yeah, I think I'd have all the other veterans we talked about over them, and I'd have him over those two plus Mooney for me. Okay. Nice, thank you very much, gents. Let's move on to uh, to the quarterback position. If I can uh, switch this tab over, so um, Kenneth Shane Pickett is his uh, full name. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback. First question: I know Tony's answered this. He thinks he will be the starter. Rob, do you think Pickett starts the season, and then we'll go into where he sits in amongst these? I don't. No, okay, I think great. Um, this is good. More <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it'd be close. It might, you might do, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm leaning Trubisky just a bit. I think they signed, you know, it's not a great deal, but they still signed him for a two-year contract. He's, he has proven it in games. He was a higher draft pick, I believe, in the, in the, um, when he was in, in the class. I think he went two, didn't he? If I'm not mistaken, two or three. Um, so. Yeah, I think they'll give him a chance. I think he'll have a short leash, though. I don't think he'll, um, you know, if he has one bad game or a couple of interceptions in a game, then obviously, yeah, they'll throw in Pickett and give him a go. So that's where I sit. But it's, yeah, I could be completely wrong. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not clear cut, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. The pressure's going to be on as well from the from the fans. Pickett, is good. they really want that. Um, probably want him to start. So, yeah, it, Let's have a look at some of these players around. And then we've got two, uh, we've got Derek Carr above and we've got Kirk Cousins, Davis Mills, James Winston below. Um, Tony, thinking yeah. about Pickett starts and then putting him in amongst these guys, where, where do you have him? Uh, I'd have him behind Carr and Tua. But I would take him over Mac Jones, definitely. In fantasy, um, and actually, I, I I probably put him really close level with Cousins. I'd actually probably put Cousins over him, so I'd probably go Car to a Cousins, Pickett, um, and then I'd have Winston probably ahead of Mac Jones and Davis Mills in that order. 
So he's he's well grouped in here. I do think he starts, and I think and if he doesn't start, all right, you know, you're looking at their first two games. I think they got Bengals away and New England Patriots, which is always a tough one for Steelers. So they could easily go zero, uh, you know, zero and two with Trubisky. And by week three, he'll be starting against the Browns, and they might not have Deshaun Watson. So Pickett's probably got a good chance in that game. Um, so yeah, uh, I think he'll get on the field immediately. He's got better weapons than Mac Jones. He runs more than Mac Jones as well, um, and Davis Mills. So obviously, he's got that a little bit over them. He's not he's not a good runner, but he's a scrambler when he has to. The others aren't. Um, Winston hasn't got the longevity in the league, so I'd have him less under him. Cousins is probably the closest one. Um, I would, it would be team dependent there, I think, depending what what I was doing. I think Cousins has got, you know, elite receivers, if you include Thielen and Irv Smith, um, and maybe Pickett takes a little bit of time, but as soon as he clicks with those receivers, Pickett's going to score a lot of fancy points. Rob, where do you sit on that? Do you agree or any, any yeah. movement? Yeah, I, yeah, a lot of what he said, I, I agree with on the on the players. I think the only ones we probably differ on is, um, I would probably take, I'd certainly take Cousins over him, Tua, Derek Carr, Mac Jones would be a conversation. I think just because he's done it for a year, and I, you know, I think the way everyone's talking is going to be the next ten years of Mac Jones. So. Yes, he has all the weapons that Pickett's got, but you know he he was a better prospect for starters. Um, you know Alabama, um, and he went a lot higher than well, he didn't go a lot higher than Pickett, did he? I'm not sure. I think he dropped in the draft. Yeah, Mac Jones went no, Mac Jones went at ten, I think, and Pickett okay. went at twenty. Yeah, okay, but he was yeah he was touted as a better prospect um, than Pickett, so. Yeah, I think um, I think he sits. I think he just sits above. He should be below Cousins. I think I take him over Mills. I take him over Winston, but everybody else, um, I would take over Pickett. Okay. I don't know if that was different to you Mac, or not. No, it's about right. Mac Jones went fifteen, so you're right. It did drop, uh, but obviously it was a stronger class with all those rookies. He was he was the fifth quarterback, was he, or the third in that? Um, we had Lance Fields. No, he's the fourth. Wilson. Lance we Lawrence. Lawrence. Wilson. The, uh, Lance Fields. Mac. Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah, he was two. Fields. Three. Lance. No, Lance was three. And then Fields, Fields. four. So he was fifth. Fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I think for fantasy, though, I, I, I've never... I'm... Uh, not interested in Mac Jones whatsoever. I, I can't take uh, him in Dynasty. I can't take him in... Yeah, he, he'll have the longevity, I think, but I just... No interest whatsoever. Uh, oh, no, I agree. Yeah, no Pickett has got weapons. If we're choosing Deontay Johnson in the fourth round, what's the first New England weapon we're taking? Take any. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, DJ's going round four. Someone's got to throw the ball. And then, you know... Pat Frymuth, like even Pat Frymuth is seventh or eighth off the board at the tight end. Um, Harris, compared to all the New England running backs, you know, Najee's going round one or two. So, yeah, for that reason alone. I think the question, I think the question though is not, it's not, yeah, he's got the upside, but there's a good chance he might not actually make it at all. He might be a complete yeah. flop. So there's our risk we've got to build in with Matt Jones. Yeah, we might not you know, might not have good upside. He's a QB two, you know, in the super flex leagues, but we think he's going to be safe for three, four years plus. Pick it, you know, he might not even get a starting job and he might completely flame out and be just as bad as all the other QBs that were drafted in the third, fourth round of the you know, of the NFL draft. So yeah, you're taking a risk, a big risk taking him, especially where he's going in super flex, I think. Was it one six to one eight? It's a risk. Yeah, when that it's range, risk. it's a risk. No. Yeah, that's why you're. Well, that's where. Guy, Rob. Yeah, that, that's where Zach Wilson was going last year. FYI. So yeah, but he Zach went Wilson number two though, didn't he? Six. But he was number yeah. two in the draft. He was always yeah, never yeah. in doubt. He was starting. No, um, but in in superflex leagues last year, he was around one point six to one point eight. So he's going exactly the same place. Um, and obviously now Wilson's not in that list. He's above. And he didn't have a massive. He didn't have a great year, did he? 
So oh. you know his leash. What, what I, I think he has to really flame out to be on the ropes. Someone who's taken in round one. All right, Lance didn't play, so he doesn't count. But Wilson had a terrible year, really. If you look at it, the first seventeen games. Mike White came in, didn't he, and won a game against the Bengals. And everyone was saying, you know, if Mike White can do it, Wilson can. What I'm trying to get to, you know, is Wilson's not even in the list. He's QB fifteen or sixteen or higher, and everyone's got him higher, and and he still was pretty bad. I don't think there's a risk of him losing his job. So I I, I just don't see a risk of Pickett. I I don't know where the risk is actually. Looking at Wilson last year. No, but the difference, yeah, the big difference is he went number two overall in the draft as opposed mm-hmm. to 20, which is like in the quarterback terms and on NFL draft is quite low. It's not really, you know, it's not, a, it's a still, a, it's a first round pick. So it's a, you know, so it's a lot of capital, but yeah. it isn't a top three or top four pick where, you know, all of the ones were taken in the top three or four, they've all got a good long leash and they Lance, um, Wilson and Lawrence, they were all terrible. <laughs> but, but, but they were, weren't they? So they've all got, but they've all got a long well, Fields wasn't, Fields wasn't he was, much yeah. Well, no, he was even worse. But he wasn't <laughs> in the top three, though, was he? He went 10, no, he was no, in no, nine yeah, or 10, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I, no, I agree. He's probably got, he's still got more upside than Matt Jones, but it's just, I still think he's a lot more riskier than Wilson. Right, moving on then. I, Tony, I think this, yeah. this is who you were talking about for landing spot, potentially. Uh, Christian Watson, Green Bay Packers, Randall Cobb, as called in the total package today. Um, we've got him in amongst Brendan Ayuk again and Keenan Allen, who we, uh, we had for the bottom end of Skymore. Um, Mike Williams, so they were all sitting above him. And then George Pickens, Gabriel Davis and Joan Dotson sitting below him. Um, Tony, we'll go back to you first. Where'd you yeah. So I actually think this was the best landing spot for immediate immediate value obviously you know I've talked about Sky Moore how he's, he's next to essentially um, Patrick Mahomes for the next few years with, with a questionable receiving call next year so Dynasty Outlook's great for Sky Moore although I think Christian Watson actually outproduces him this year just because he'll be on the field the whole time whereas you know Hardman might roll in for Kansas City they might play two tight end sets now and again Um there's no danger of Watson coming off the field, I don't think. I, I you know, looking at MVS's snaps shares last year, he was on the field for seventy plus, um, and obviously they let him go. So uh, they've traded up quite a lot for Watson. I think they gave Minnesota. I think it was Minnesota because it was in, or it might have been Detroit. No, I think it was Minnesota. It was in in division trade. So they they went up and got got him above the likes of Pickens, who was still on the board. Skymore was still on the board. Um, you know, Wanda Robinson, there's loads of receivers still on the board. I think that he is a better version of MVS watching him carefully now. I've gone, I, I was the opposite. He's quite tall, quite skinny, um, runs deep quite well, and you know, tracks the ball. What he does great is actually in the air, he changes his direction quite well to catch the ball when he's deep. I didn't think he could do the intermediate and short stuff. But I went back and had a look. I think he can. I don't know if Green Bay can ask him to do that, though. That's the thing. So, you know, they they lost Devontae Adams, who took that five-yard slant. And, you know, his Rodgers just knew exactly where he was every play. Um, they haven't got that now. I think Tunyon and Aaron Jones picks up that those roles, you know, together. Those two will somehow pick up those roles from Devontae Adams, probably. Um, and Watson stays on the MVS role, but it probably does it a little bit better. I would have him over Jahan Dotson, definitely, over Pickens. So Gabriel Davis, um, uh, he's de- I, th- I think he's underneath Mike Williams. I agree with that um, because I think Mike Williams has got the immediate rapport with Herbert and he's on the field the whole time and he's only 27. So he's got years left where Watson's 23, I think. Um, Gabriel Davis and Watson's a close one. I've been offered the 2.01 for Davis and I said no and that's pretty much where he's going um, so I probably would have Davis over him but I, I think that's a hot take I think most people would take Watson over Davis well let's find out what Rob would do in that exact scenario would you take Watson over Davis Rob? no I'd have Gabriel Davis over Watson oh we agree then we agree for once <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, I I do I can't see much I don't like about Watson. Um, Rogers will be there for three years, I think. Yeah, right. We're getting the feeling you're high on uh, Watson, so rather you as high on Watson as Tony. Well, this is where we're going to disagree. And no, I'm not. I'm um, I'm very low on him actually. Um, I think it's a great landing spot. You know, that's obviously with Aaron Rodgers, but big but he is MVS, and you know Tony was right. He's definitely an MVS type player. He's obviously a bit younger. He's, I think he's a little bit. I don't know if he's quicker actually, but he's. But you know the the saying at the what everyone's saying at the moment is like they call him Stone Hands because he hasn't got great hands. Um, drops a lot of balls. But I'm worried. I'm worried about that. He's just a deep threat. You know, which you'd normally pick up end around to, you know, third round type player. Um, he was right about Aaron Jones and Tonyan. I think I think they're going to play a lot of two sets on the running backs. They're going to have um, Jones doing the short intermediate passes, Dylan up the middle with a couple of passes as well. Tonyan's going to get most of the touchdown looks, I think, um, if he stays healthy. And then obviously Amari Rogers, you know, he's the forgotten man. He wasn't great. Obviously he didn't do anything last year, but, you know, with him and Cobb, they'll probably pick up some of the slack as well. So, you know, and Rogers is renowned not to go to his rookies. So I think there's a lot of risk. I think everyone's bored into the hype that he's, because he's gone to the Packers, he's going to be, you know, the new Devante Adams. He's nothing like Devante Adams. Um, and I think we agree on that. He's, you know, yeah. he's, he's, you know, he's a deep threat player. So for me, yeah, I, I would probably fade him, even though he's at Green Bay. But, you know, if we're looking at the list, I agree with Tony on a lot of them. Gabriel Davis, I would take over him just because he's got, you know, he's established rapport the last couple of years with Josh Allen. You know, he had a bit of a mini breakout at the end of last year. You know, not to say he's going to do that again, but I think he's in a better position now. Keenan Allen, Brandon, Mike Williams, I take all of those over Christian Watson. Um the debate comes over Pickens and Dodson, so I probably agree with him. I'd probably take him over Dodson, though he's got the draft capital. Christian Watson hasn't really. I think the Packers. I think the Packers just made a mistake. I thought. I think they just took him too late. They've run out. Of, they've run out of options. I think. But someone quoted that Aaron Rodgers wanted Burks, but they missed out on him. And then obviously that tier was a complete tier break for me. And I think they just jumped up and grabbed anyone they could. So. <laughs> I, I do. I really think they should, you know, I think actually they'd probably be back in the market for another top receiver. So, so cut it all short. I'd probably take it everybody bar. Would I take Pickens over him? We both like Pickens, don't we, Tone? I, think I, I love, me. I love Pickens. Like, However, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him. Spot. He's the next one on the list. You might as well just go straight into him. I, yeah, yeah not, not just landing spot. I think immediate value. So you, you, you're looking to obviously draft someone now. Why would you draft Pickens when you, you could probably get him cheaper next year? I don't think you can get Watson cheaper than this because I think Rogers is going to carry him, his value. Um, Unless he flames out and he's a complete you know, bust. Like if he doesn't, if he's yeah. like going to marry Rogers and doesn't do anything. But who, you know. so Sammy Watkins, who have they got? Sammy Watkins. Who's this now? Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Who have they yeah. Actually, who, is he, he's not going to come off the field with Rogers. No, you play the MVS role, like you said. You'll do. You'll... Yeah, but but you know, there's like 14 targets a game going, and we can split them up between Jones, Jones. and Tonyan. But Jones obviously, then they, I mean, they they should be going top five in each of those positions. Then, if if we think that they're not, they're, Aaron Jones should be. Um, yeah, I think Dylan will get. Up. I think Dylan will get some of the passing work as well. I think they both will. Um, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you're right. There's not much else to go around there. Mary Rogers Pick, might. Pickens is Pickens hundred times better receiver than Watson. Agreed. In my opinion. Agreed. Um, however, you can get him cheaper next year or even halfway through the season. Week ten, Pickens will be quite cheap. I think he's not only got to get on the field um, over Claypool, Deontay Johnson, uh, Frymuth, or whatever they, you know. And Najee Harris and a rookie and a rookie quarterback. So we we're going from a rookie quarterback to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, so I think Watson's landing spot matters for that reason. We're comparing, you know, Pickett Pickett to Rodgers um, essentially, and Watson's value is going to increase for that reason. He can drop four or five. The only thing that you said that's a red flag is if Rodgers loses trust in him because he drops the balls. Mm. 
So if his stone hands come through and Rogers goes, that's it. I'm not looking his way. He's a decoy. He's running. They sign someone like Julio Jones or whatever. Because I think they might. I can Odell see that. Beckham, Odell Beckham. Yeah. Julio Jones. That. Yeah. And then that's the only way um, Watson's going to value, going to crash. Otherwise, he's unfortunately going to be ahead of Pickens, I think. Um, Did we forget what's his name? Season. We forgot the other guy. Um, the, um, what's his name? He's a big. T- he's he's well liked by Rogers and the receivers. Randall Cobb. No, no, um, the big guy. Um, he's one of his. You know, everyone's. Hyped. Oh, Alan Lazard. Yeah, Lazard. Yeah, so Lazard's going to pick up a lot yeah. of that as well. Mind. Yeah, we did forget him. So yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, fair enough. Uh, Lazard, Watkins. Lazard, Watkins, Rogers, Tonyan. Yeah, none of them have got none of none them, of them got great. The none of them got the draft capital from no. Watson's got. No, he none right. of them have got. Yeah, Lazard was undrafted. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I don't think that changes too much. But yeah, you're right. You know, Lazard has got his trust actually. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm picking him up every every late round. He's he's great in basketball. He's a stack. Rogers, I agree. I, don't, I I can't see Pickens jumping him value wise, but I, I would love it though because I I love George Pickens, Matt to go to go into the next player, absolutely yeah. love him. Injury crushed him. He would have been a top. He would have been in there with Wilson, for me. Easy, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so I mean, we've covered a lot there, and we can we can even move into um, Joran Dotson as well while we're talking about because he's on the screen now. But Alan Robinson's popped up at the bottom. He's the new name from the conversation with Christian Watson. So for George Pickens now, does Alan Robinson do anything? Does he get above Pickens for you? Um, not for me. That's the line. Alan Robinson and Dotson's a conversation. I would have Pickens over Dotson. Would you, Rubber? Yeah. Only because I like okay. Pickens. But I don't. I think if you go on draft capital, you've got to take Dotson. But I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just like to play a Pickens. Yeah, I th- I think it would go pretty much as as we can see there. But I would have Davis over Watson, so it'd be Davis, Watson, Pickens, Robinson, Dotson. Actually, I I'd probably go with Alan Robinson I, over Dotson. That's probably the conversation for me. Those two at the bottom. I think Alan Robinson's probably he's in a great position. I don't I don't think they're going to sign anyone else. So I think you know ODB if the, he was to come back is going to come back around November time for the playoff push if they want to bring it back for that to run it back maybe that's probably probably what they'll do um, Van Jefferson is is stuck in his role we saw he didn't really step up did he when he had a chance to last year when Robert Woods was out so I'm not too worried about him so I think it's Aaron uh, Robinson and Cooper Cup in that offence I think that's I'd another one I'd take yeah. him over Watson I'd take Robinson over Watson over Watson, Watson. Mm. I would just he's he signed a good contract, amazing offense. I don't think they bring OBJ back, and if they do, it's not going to be the same as before because now they've got three top receivers and Van Jefferson. But I think I don't think OBJ. I think you're right. Another good shade. He might yeah. go to Green Bay maybe later in the year, but who knows? You know, he's not fit. But I would, you know, I think Robinson could have a good year, wide receiver two type year. I don't see Watson having that. And I can always flock, you know, you can always flock him then end of the year dynasty or mid season even and get much more value than Watson. So I'd have him over him. But yeah. What's his age? What's his what's wrong? 29, 28, 29. So that's the concern. That's why, you know, you're talking about a 23 year old round two receiver, yeah. Top of round two. I not sure how Robinson's not been sure a lot isn't he? Yeah, he's but it's been a, a while. Oh no, you're right. Yeah. Last year's Taste is in everyone's mouth, I think, for Robinson. The worst player that you could have drafted last year is Alan Robinson. <laughs> yeah, he's probably got the best quarterback that we can have. Yes. Like one of the I best agree. because yeah. he just doesn't mind flinging the ball. Even if he gets yeah. picked off, he's going to give him lots of opportunity. So yeah. he'd be outside X receiver because won't play that role. So yeah. No. I don't know, yeah, I think they're all pretty close. Though. I don't think we're not a million miles here. Are they? They're all... They're no, Dotson's the one I I worry about Dotson though, um, because so he's going to have Wentz for starters. So out of you know we talked Rogers, we talked about Stafford a minute ago, we talked about Josh Allen with Gabriel Davis. 
Dotson's not only a rookie, but he's got Carson Wentz. Um, they do want to run the ball, that team. They drafted, you know, a running back to go with Gibson. I think that's the, I think Ron Rivera loves to run the ball. I think Wentz is going to be a game manager. So, you know, it's going to be back to his role at Indy last year. That's what we'll see from Carson Wentz. I mean, how many receivers did he kind of carry last year? Just really Pittman, wasn't it? Mm. Um, which could be Terry McLaurin. So where does that leave Dotson and Curtis Samuel? I'm worried for his short-term value. But actually, he's a great, he's, I mean, he's a great receiver if you watch him. He's got the best hands in the in the class, apparently, is it? Do you agree with that, Rima? Yeah, reception perception agrees with him. I think Matt Harmon said he's got the best hands. Yeah. So take his way for it. But or worst landing spot for me. Yeah, them. agree. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, that covers the, the wide receivers off. Plenty of, uh, of chat there. Unless you want to add in any of these these bottom ones under Dotson now. Uh, Hopkins, he's going to miss miss time. Smith Schuster. Oh, he's been crushed. Hopson, Hopkins has been crushed. You know, oh, look how low he is on there. At Jeez, that age, no. I know. At that age, the, the thing is, the funny thing is, Hopkins is the kind of receiver who will win people leagues this year when he comes back, one hundred percent, because he's already on a contending team. Otherwise, you, why have you got DeAndre Hopkins in the first place? So, if your team can get there. And then he comes back. He's going to win people at least, but it doesn't do much for his dynasty value. Um, Juju, I would take Dotson over Juju. Yeah, Bob, you agree? Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely take, I mean, he's 16th overall, and I think 15 or 16th overall Dotson. So mm-hmm. they're going to give him plenty of opportunity. And Terry McLaurin, yes, there's a risk that he might not even stay with the team, though today they think they said the contract's close. Yeah, not a great short term, like like Tony said, you know, with Wentz. But they get a, you know, they could draft a new QB, and in two years, he's he's Elijah Moore plus, you know. Um, so yeah, I still take him over Juju, and uh, and then Hopkins, like you said, is a is a conversation. That I think, like you said, he could mm. easily be a, a winner this year, but he is old. He's on the wrong side of the age apex sort of thing. So so yeah. I think Julio Jones, AJ Green, these have just scared people now in Dynasty because they were such good assets, those two players, and they fell off a cliff. Right, good stuff. So that's the wide receivers covered. Let's go to the last player we're going to talk about. Running back position, James Cook, brother Delvin. So a lot of hype around James Cook. I saw him being taken extremely high in rookie drafts um, at one point. On this list, we've got him in and around Zeke, Elijah Mitchell, Leonard Fournette, all above him, James Connor, Tony Pollard, and CH, the dynasty letdown to date, below him. <laughs> I'm going to come to you first, Rob. Um, talk to me about James Cook and Ezekiel Elliott back to back. Yeah, so. Um... This one's not close for me. I, I, I'm stunned with what I'm seeing here. So Zeke, there's a lot of people who are down on Zeke. I'm, I'm not one of those. I think, um, I think he's still going to have 250 plus touches next year. All this talk of Pollard taking his role is absolute rubbish. Um, if he's fit, he's a starting RB. He's, you know, he's a top 10, top 15 RB. Um, obviously, we're talking dynasty here, so he is. 26, I think, 26. Um, so he is on the downside of his career, whereas James Cook, obviously young. They're completely different players. And obviously James Cook, there's no guarantee that he's going to do anything other than a scat back. I think that's probably going to be his role. He's not big enough. He's under 200 pounds. And anyone under 200 pounds is not going to, you know, it's not going to take a three a three down set. So ludicrous that he's next to Elliot. I think Elliot's way too low on this list. It's not a nice list. It's a disgusting list with players that I have, you know, in dynasty wise, I wouldn't want half of, you know, a lot of these I just wouldn't touch unless I was just, you know, unless I was going to win, going to win the championship, then obviously, you know, Leonard Fournette, James Connor this year, maybe. Um, but long-term, you know, there's probably why he's, He's sitting in here. I think Zeke is probably the odd one out. He shouldn't be in this list. But yeah, James Cook. I'd probably say he's yeah, he's in a he's in a fairly 
I suppose, the right company. He was taken in the second round, obviously. He's at the Bills. Great, great offense. So, but again, they like Singletary looked good last year. I just, yeah, I worry that he's he's certainly not going to be like his brother. He's certainly not a three-down back. Like, you know, absolutely certain of that. So, so yeah. Um, I think, yeah, but Elliot's miles ahead. Miles ahead. Just on the Elliot one, um, Fournette, Zeke, and Connor in that order, yeah? That, that's what it says here. And actually, I've got sleeper ADP here, but it's exactly the same. I think it goes Fournette, Zeke, and Connor. It's pretty much exactly the same. 22, 23, 24. So Zeke's 23 on both. Uh, that's Keep Traker and sleeper ADP. What do you do? You think that's the order, first of all? Lenny, Zeke, Connor. Back to back to back. We're talking start, don't know, yeah? Or are we talking redraft? We're talking start of ADB dynasty. There's no it's way exactly. I... Oh, yeah. It's exactly sorry. what it is on Sleeper. Dynasty ADP. Yeah, Fournette's a, Fournette's a conversation because he's on a... You know, for as long as Brady's there, he's just signed a two-year contract with me or three-year contract. So Fournette's a conversation with Elliot. Agreed. You know, he's 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 a he's a top-drafted play, uh, player in his time. Good record. James Connor's below him, which is absolutely right. Can't stay healthy. You know, he had a great he had a great season last year. They just brought in Daryl Williams, which for me is a is a red flag for Connor that he's not getting all three three down work this year. Oh, again, I completely agree with uh, disagree with you on that. Well, one. I think a lot of sorry about this. Well, that's a, yeah, that's fine. Your opinions, but James, I just James, James Connor is hundred percent will outscore Zeke this year. I would have said that before they signed Daryl Williams. If, How if, does that move the needle for you, Daryl Williams? Because he's good block. Uh, he's good in the um, pass. Uh, what's it? The block passing game for the quarterback. Mahomes is already protection. Pass protections, which is Mahomes has already told him. You know that he's good yeah. at that, and also he's a good. He's a very good catch passer. Uh, you know, pass catcher. And he's had. I think he had over a hundred, a thousand yards last year. All 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 types, all scrimmage. Um, so he's, he's certainly going to take some of them. I'm not saying he's going to be the third down back, but he's certainly going to take, you know, he's going to spell Connor a lot. And I know Connor's mm. just not going to stay fit for 16, 17 games. Just yeah, that, oh, that's, that's a different conversation. I know, yeah. You can't go on injury. You can't go on injury. No, because Zeke's, 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 no, Zeke's not far away. No, Zeke's not far away. But we're talking yeah. like a pedigree. He's like a Hall of Fame type running back um, yeah. who's on, a you know, an absolute monster contract. So he's not going anywhere. Connor, you know, he could have... Yeah, I'm not saying Connor's not going to have a good season, but if you're telling me they both play 17 games this year, like yeah. anything, uh, Elliot's every day of the week for me over over Connor this year. They okay, play 17 so each. Well, who who do you think's got the better offense? Texas, uh, Texas Cowboys. Dallas. Okay, who's got the better backup though behind them? To take yeah, yeah. D- Dallas, but it, but Pollard Pollard's not going to take away. He's not yeah, a three game runner. Well, I, what I saw last year when Connor was in on his own without Edmonds, they would trusted him and they paid him. Agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm not saying he's not going to. I think, I, th- I think he's, he, I'm going to be all over him in redraft, all over him. I'm going to be taking him higher than anyone else and Fournette. I'll probably go, you know, if I'm around, if let's say, you know, you're, you're number one or number two, you, you go for, I don't know. You somehow get Jonathan Taylor or, or Henry, and then you're back around the turn. Fournette and Connor are going to be there two twelve and three one in redraft, and I think you probably have three top ten top ten running backs on your team. Um, but obviously, if you want to go down that route, you know in, injuries and all that. But I, I just think they they set up so much to smash those two players, Fournette and Connor, this year. And, and Dynasty, you know, they're in this range with Zeke. Um, and I think that's where Zeke belongs. So when you said he was too far down, I don't, I disagree. I think he's in there. Uh, the players above him are like Aaron Jones, take Josh him over Jacobs. Aaron Jones, take him over Jacobs. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, definitely. Jacobs is, hasn't been signed to a new contract. He's never been the third down passer for the Raiders. And then Aaron Jones, for like, you know how much I love Dylan. He, he's, this is definitely his last year. He's been lucky that Adams has left. He's going to get a little bit of the short area and passing, but he can't stay healthy. I mean, I'm not going to go on fitness and things, but I just, yeah, Elliot is well, well, Elliot's not going anywhere. 
Elliot's not going anywhere. Like he's, he's there at least this year, next year. Well, how, okay, let's keep going. And Dylan Gibson. Oh, definitely over Gibson. I'm I'm completely on Gibson. No, I'd have Dylan over Zeke. So you'd stop at RB nineteen. That's long. That's longevity, isn't it? With Dylan, I think age often. Well, I mean, that's that's hot. That I mean, taking Zeke over those names is is. You could probably get Zeke if you wanted him every league. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> uh, I mean, anyway, James, who do you ask yeah. about? James Cook. <laughs> um, James Cook. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, right, the round two capitals, nice for James Cook. I can tell you that now. Back end the round two. Is that where they took him? Am I dreaming that up? Pretty sure it was... Right yeah, it was, it was late round two, yeah, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I was looking at round two running backs versus round three running backs. And actually, um, round two running backs have got a bigger success rate. The only thing is, you know, we've said it before, we don't think he's a true running back. He's not big enough, you know, he hasn't got the size. But actually, next year, they're not going to have Singletary. They're not going to have Zach Moss, or they might do, but he's on the edge of it. Um, we didn't think Eckler was going to be a three-down player or between-the-tackles kind of runner, and he ended up being in that. He's obviously got his brother to help him as well. Uh, should he need some pointers on to how to run through some gap schemes or whatever? And he's, you know, he's on a great offense. We're gonna gonna move the ball up and down the field, so the touchdowns um, will be there for him out the backfield. So, yeah, I you say he's going one point five in some leagues, Matt. That that's high. Yeah, anyway. I did see that. That's Twitter though, and you know, everyone loves to post the hype on Twitter. But yeah, they, so that's they pretty were... much over everyone we spoke spoken to about today. So over mm-hmm. Scott, over Watson, every single one of those players, uh, which I don't think is right. But he is a running back. We need to remember this. Um, he's a running back, so you know people are putting that premium on them, and I guess people are not seeing that in, in full point PPR when Ken Walker is not going to catch much at all on probably the worst offense. So he's not going to catch much on a terrible offense. And James Cook's going to catch a lot on a good offense. Wasn't it like three or four years ago, James White finished RB7 in PPR? As in a top seven R back. And that was Tom Brady throwing in the ball. So uh, yeah, maybe in a full... Uh, yeah, full PPR. I agree. He's the perfect comp. Like that's a ceiling for me, James Cook. Um, James Watt. But that was RB7. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the, the only thing I would counter on that, though, is that Josh Allen doesn't, does he, he doesn't throw to the running backs much. Not not yet. As he gets older, he might, but, you know, yeah. he's going to, he's going to run with the ball. If he can't find anyone in the air, he's running. He's not dumping it off to James Cook. So, so who's Cook, so who's Cook competing with, really? Forget about Diggs and Davis because they're down the field. So he's competing with, James Dawson Knox and Jameson Crowder. OJ Howard, they signed. Uh, yeah, so Crowder takes the BZ role. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, agreed. Um, I'm not too worried about OJ Howard, I don't think. The interesting thing is, I think Singletary down the stretch caught a lot of balls. I might be wrong. I'm going to look that up while you talk about something else. I'm just going to check uh, how many catches that Singletary had down the stretch, including the playoff games, because I think they changed. I think I, I saw Singletary really kick on a little bit towards the end of the year. And I think if Cook gets those passes, then um, it could be a different conversation. I, I think, yeah, I agree. I think um, if he goes like where he's gone in our drafts, if he goes at the you know the end of the first or more like the beginning of the second, I think if you're a contending team, He's a good pick. He's a good pick because he's a running back, and we all know the the scarcity of the position. Um, he's he's likely to be an impact player, so he's likely to start a lot of the you know even if he comes on as a third down or whatever this year, he's gonna play. So he's his points available. If you play in a full PPR league, which mm. most of them are half, but if you're in full PPR, then I guess yeah, it's it's a good pick because it's um, you know it's instant production. But I think. If you look at if you're drafting him thinking that, you know, like Matt said, at the 104, 105 you've seen, 
then the people have got the perception that he's going to be a three down back. And that's where I think they're going to come, you know, they're going to have a rude awakening and it's not going to be that case. Um, he's, you know, just the profile is just not big enough to do that. So, so yeah. Um, but I don't know, like you said, I don't know about the passing uh, Josh Allen. It doesn't seem like he would, but he might have. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Yeah, well, Singletary had 50 targets last year. That's that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, they did sign Duke, Duke Johnson, who plays a similar, actually pretty much exactly the same as James Cook. That'd be interesting. But uh, yeah, I think the round two capital puts him ahead immediately. Uh, to go back to like the way he lies, Elijah Mitchell's probably the closest player to me that I would probably I would take Cook over Mitchell, I think. Um and I would have those three veterans that we talked about earlier slightly above Cook. Uh so I think I would have Cook over Mitchell. I'm not that high on Mitchell at all. I think you, Shanahan doesn't really care who's back there. That's my opinion. <laughs> uh so as soon as Elliot um Mitchell sorry gets injured and the next man up um Mitchell might be forgotten about quite quickly. Um, and I would have him above Tony Pollard, who I really like. So it would be for me, it would be Cook, Pollard, Mitchell in that order. Okay. And the three vets that we talked about above Cook. Nice. And um, in amongst all of that was some very hot takes from Rob. So we'll call him Hot Take Rob from now on. Hot Take Rob, yeah. Hot Take, well, Elliot. Zeke <laughs> yeah. over Aaron Jones. Uh, yeah, and I've captured the James Connor outscoring Zeke, Tony on James Connor Zeke for Rob. Yeah, um, I'm, and we'll I'm come back to that at the, end, at the end of the year and see where we're at. But yeah, no, great, Rob. You keep it coming, mate. It's all good. <laughs> and that's what gets Twitter going, mate, because I'm sure plenty of people have something to say about that. Um, and you go get Zeke in every league. Try my best. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so that wraps up the players we, we said we talk about. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone else want to check out? Um, you know, beyond the list, there's a bit of a drop off after James Cook and Doctor. But you know, wildcard, check, check a name, mate. Um, Tony, you first, and then uh, Rob will jump to you. Just someone you want to talk about. You think should should be in the yeah. conversation? I think uh, David Bell should be in a conversation. I'm rising on him heavily. Um, I th- it looks like Watson's only getting out four games and it looks like they're not signing anyone else. They tried to sign Landry back um, and failed, which probably means they're still in the market for a wide receiver. If they do not get another wide receiver and it's Cooper, Bell and then Joku, um, I'm interested in Bell. I think he's a good... I, forget about athleticism. You know, everyone was focusing on that too much. I just I, I ended up stopped listening to a few podcasts because they they were just saying how unathletic he is. But you know, Keenan good production. Allen, good, good production. Yeah, exactly. You? Great production at a young age. That's what you got to think about. And actually he's very, very smooth as well in terms of off the line fast release. Um Keenan Allen's not the best uh athletic and look at him. Uh, and there was someone else that said you know similar profile I can't remember but it was Keenan Allen plus someone else. Um and they both turned out all right. So not too worried about that at all. Nice, yeah, 21 years of age. Um, Rob, do you want to chuck a name at us that sits outside of that sort of consensus top 12 and 13? Yeah, I think it's just a debate about uh, going back to Cook with Rashad White, I think, is the other one. Um, I'm, I'm not particularly high on him, but he's uh, he's quite an old, an old rookie, but he's landed in a good offence with Brady. I think he's, you know, you've got to he's probably, he's, he's sim, you know, he, he's going to have some production. He said he's going to try and fight for the for the lead role this year. Um, I know Brady loves Fournette, but you know, um, he's, you know, he's probably he's probably got some sneaky value. And I think, you know, he, at the end of the season, I wouldn't be surprised if he's got just as many points as Cook. And um, but he's got a three downs, he's got a three down skill set, whereas Cook hasn't. So I guess. You know, if you're thinking dynasty longer term, Fournette could be, yeah, he might he might be there this year. I know he signed a two year, I think it was a two year contract, but longer term, it could be him. Obviously, it depends on Brady as well, how that offense looks. But 
yeah, he's, he's potentially not not too bad. At, you know, comparing him to Cook, who's he's got a great quarterback and obviously not going anywhere. But I think it's a conversation. I think it's a conversation that they're pretty. They should be pretty close because um, he's a lot further down, isn't he? Looking at this list, he's RB thirty three. I can't remember what um, Cook was now, but. 20 something, yeah. So 26. 26. So yeah, I think I think it should be a bit closer than than what it shows on there. Obviously, you didn't get the draft capital. That's probably the big thing, wasn't it? Round three as opposed to two. So yeah, um, interesting one. Mm. Okay, nice. Well, um, I think that wraps us up. Uh, unless there's any other names you're just determined to throw out there. We could we could do this all night? Jalen Tolbert. I know. As soon as I said that, I thought that is dangerous. That is a dangerous thing to say towards the end of a podcast with Tony. Yeah, I've taken Tolbert as high as uh, pick number fourteen in a draft. So ahead of Rashad White. So the next one on the list in one league, and he's been rising. He's probably had the biggest rise because I, I just think he's going to get on the field from Dallas. I can't see Mark Gallup coming back. And James Washington apparently is just... Apparently he's put on a few pounds as well, so he's not in the best shape. He was quite thick anyway, if you remember what James Washington was like. So Top has got a chance to get on the field immediately with Dak. Yeah. So that's one to watch. Okay, nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, great trip and an extra name and extra value for anyone who's uh, lasted this long with us. Thank you to anyone who has. Thanks for listening as always. Guys, um, where can people find you? Tony, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, FF underscore lights out seven. Come Fantastic. And um, Rob, where can people just shout at you about your hot takes? Well, you can get me on Twitter as well. I'm at, uh, at Team Best 10, but um, yeah, not really hot on the old Twitter account. But yeah, they can. No, they can we'll, con- we'll just send you a dress out rather than come shite outside your house with a megaphone. Or to the website, and they can have a, they can put their views on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, but yeah, thanks both for joining me um, and running through these rookies. We haven't quite decided what we're going to do next, but we will be back next week um, with plenty to, uh, to discuss again. Rob, I'm sure you'll be joining us because now, now you've just thrown these hot takes out mate. people are going to expect to, uh, to see you got to defend them I'll have my Zeke jersey on next week oh <laughs> man someone's got to wear it Palace yeah alright Wicked well thank you very much folks and uh, thank you everyone for listening and we'll catch you guys next week keep an eye on Twitter for uh, all the latest content bye easy